from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio at the Gas South Convention Center in Duluth, Georgia, welcome to Celebrating Powerhouse Women, proudly presented by NEMA and Sourced. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Celebrating Powerhouse Women. I am not your normal host, Amanda Pierce Marmalejo. I'll explain why. This is Mike Salmon. We've got a special episode today because I am joined. Okay, as you know, let me back up. This series salutes and recognizes women leaders that are making an impact. We've had one in the studio for the last five or six years now, and it's about time to give her her due process. So joining me on this special episode of Celebrating Powerhouse Women is the Regular host of Celebrating Powerhouse Women, Amanda Pierce Mamalejo. Amanda, welcome to your show. It is such a delight to be seated in the host seat. Yes. In the guest seat, shall I say. Yes, this is going to be a little weird for me interviewing you, but you are a powerhouse woman by any definition that we could use. And you have, over the last three years now, been interviewing powerhouse women. We've had CEOs, uh, executive directors, people that are making a difference in the community, whether it's in the workforce or in uh, charities or in the community in any form or fashion. And today we're going to turn the tables and we're going to, I'm going to ask you questions. I love it. So let's have a little fun as we normally do on the show every time. First of all, tell us about yourself, where you're from, and to kind of get us up to date. Take as much time as you need, but tell me all about, as we like to call you affectionately and lovingly, AP. Yes. Well, APM now. APM. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mike, for that wonderful introduction. Um, as you know, I am the host of this series, Celebrating Powerhouse Women, and this by far except is- Except today. Except today is one of my most um, treasured experiences within my career thus far. Uh, you asked where I was from. Originally, I am from Albuquerque, New Mexico. So as I sit here drinking my unsweet tea and you laughed at me, it's because I'm a Southwestern girl. I uh, grew up in New Mexico for the first five years of my life. My dad worked for Delta Airlines, so we got uh, transferred to Atlanta. And uh, that's where my journey here in Atlanta started about 35 years ago now. Um, so grew up in Peachtree City, Georgia, where people might know that as the golf cart community. I did have a golf cart. We drove of course. Them, we it's, drove them to high school. It's required. It's required. What high school? Uh, Stars Mill High School. Okay. Class of 03. Um, my father was not a pilot, however. Most uh, people that live in Peachtree City, they are pilots' children. However, my dad was a knuckle dragger and a wrench turner, as he calls himself. And that is a mechanic, for those of you that don't know. Um, I had a beautiful childhood growing up in Brooks, Georgia, alongside my sister, Amelia, who is five years younger than myself. And we did all the typical country things. We had bonfires. We rode four-wheelers. We went fishing. We shot BB guns. And we ran around barefooted until the, the sun was going down. <laughs> Swimming in creeks, and I wouldn't trade, trade it for the world. Shout out to uh, the Brooks kids on Paget Road, because we still have a click. The Paget okay. Road, The Paget Road click. Um, so I really have nothing negative to say about my upbringing. Very, very, um, very loving and um, encouraging parents. And I come from a, a traditional conservative household. I have to ask, being from or being born in New Mexico, how often do you get people going, oh, you're not American? 
You know, I think you will appreciate when New Mexico instated USA being put on the license plate. And that was in 1996 because of the Olympics. So New, New Mexico's license plates actually have USA it's on the them. the only for state those that don't in the understand. United States that has USA on the license plate. For those who don't know that it's located in America. Now, you have to have had some Spanish speaking as a child. I mean, you're that part of the country, the Southwest it's funny you say that, yes, but not because of that. My mother is from South America. She's from Argentina. So obviously she is a first-generation immigrant, and Spanish was her first language. So some Spanish was spoken in my household, but my father was a gringo, so we didn't speak Spanish all the time growing up. So tú hablas español un poco. Un poquito, un entiendo poquito. mucho. Oh, muy bien. Um, okay, and that's about as much as I know. So how did you... you, you I met you... Six years ago, or thereabouts, you were working at the Sinesta, which is where Business Radio X's Gwinnett Studio was located. Mm-hmm. How did you get from from tell, take me from your high school years now to to how you got to the Sinesta, and then we'll 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 go from there. All right. So after high school, which was enjoyable, I went to North Georgia College and State University in Dahlonega, Georgia. Uh, that was exciting. That was the furthest away I had lived from home. Um, until now, until when I moved moved up north from that area. Uh, I did return back to that area down south after college. I guess I was what you would say a boomerang child. You know, they you throw them out in, into space in college, and yeah, but wait, they're coming back to live in the basement. You might get to find out all about that. Um, but I returned home, and I, I lived and I worked in the Peachtree City area. And that's kind of where I cut my teeth in marketing and sales. Um, I became a part of the Canongate Golf Club's uh, sales team. So now it is known as Club Core, as it was acquired about 12 years ago. And I oversaw three golf courses on the south side of Atlanta doing marketing and, and selling for membership. And that's kind of where I discovered my fire for marketing and my enthusiasm for the public, which I'm sure you see. Um, so that's kind of where I got my start in the corporate world, I would say. Uh, I mentioned the acquisition. So after that acquisition, some of the some of the positions were dissolved, and mine was one of those. I then uh, had a variety of jobs in hospitality, all in a sales or marketing um, vein. And what brought me here to the north side of Atlanta was actually a contract with the Sinesta Hotel. So really interesting experience, and this is one of my uh, reasons why I preach LinkedIn you know, activity and keeping it relevant until the end of time. I was recruited by a staffing agency off of LinkedIn, and that was a brand new experience for me. They were recruiting for the hotel group. So I had an interview with the recruiting team. I then came to the Sinesta Hotel to interview with uh, the executive leadership team, and then they offered me the position. And that brought me from Peachtree City to Gwinnett in 2018, early 2018. So that's kind of how I wound up on the north side, and the rest is history. Well, you are working there at the Sinesta, and you're a networking guru. You go out to all the networking events, and you've got a personality that uh, just lights up a room when you walk in. (laughs) And so we got to know each other a little bit because our studio was located there. And at the time then, we started looking, we needed someone to kind of help out with sales and promotions and social media and things like that. And we kind of had our eye on you, and your, your personality kind of fits what we're looking for at Business Radio X. So let's talk about that romancing process there. Where we kind of we wanted you, and I think you wanted us, and it kind of happened where we got you to join Business Radio X. 
best decision I ever made. You know, you always tell a lot of folks that um, it's you really love it because you you're very outgoing. You love just to talk to people and get to know people. This was kind of a match made in heaven. It really was. I do have to say, um, through the time that I was on the sales team at the hotel, walking by your studio, I had no idea what it was. Um, I didn't really listen to the radio much. I mean, in the, in the era of iTunes, who, who listens to the radio? But I did a little research on Business Radio X, and I started listening to your house show with Stephen Julian. And I realized it was a fantastic lead source for all of the corporate people that I was soliciting in the hotel world. And then I became a fan and a subscriber and a follower, of course. So when you and I met in the marketplace, I kind of had uh, already established value within what you do based on my success in using your catalyst as a sales tool. So I was really excited to kind of help other people see how they can reach their goals through what you do. So you started working for Business Radio X, doing the social media, doing promotions, ended up hosting some shows, co-hosting shows, and then we created Celebrating Powerhouse Women, this show, which we'll talk about this uh, in, in, uh, in, in more depth. But but you got really involved as a kid going back now, what were your career goals? I mean, I'm sure this was not on the radar at the time. What did you want to be when you were small? So times are so different now, Mike, than when I grew up. And I know that sounds just outrageous because I'm only 37 years old. Was social media around? I wasn't around when no. I was a kid, but I'm older than you. No. So MySpace had just come out. There was no, okay. you know, cell phones weren't really predominant. There wasn't any of this. I remember before I went to college, again, I told you I came from a very traditional conservative household. College, it was no, are you going? It's you're going to college. I sat down with my dad and I made a list of pros and cons of different fields that were high producing and that would have longevity. So healthcare and tech obviously were the two top ranking and healthcare is what I pursued. I don't know if you even knew that. Uh, not because I was in love with being a medical assistant or something like that, because I knew that there would be job security and I would be able to live a life that I found comfortable. I had no enthusiasm for that. It took everything within me to graduate in that field. And I've done nothing with my certification since. I just kind of use that as a, a springboard to find what my natural talents were. And I truly only was able to find those through getting out there and, and finding my groove, you know, putting myself in those positions to meet people and to see myself kind of blossom as a professional. And that's where I kind of grabbed hold of that bug. And I've been on that, that train ever since. So I wouldn't say necessarily as a graduate of high school, that I had any idea that this is where I would be or that this is what I would enjoy doing. I had to find out who I was in that interim. So it kind of just fell in your lap or kind of happened uh, by chance. You know, you, you meet the right, you meet people. And anyway, so you've been now with Business Radio X for what, four, five years? Something like that? Yeah, five. And you have been very comfortable on the air. Were you, ner were, were you nervous at all, or did you just take right to it and feel very at home? Well, thankfully, I had a really good mentor <clears throat> seated right in front of me, and you always helped me to feel confident and comfortable behind the mic. I will say, uh, through some coaching with Duffy Dixon, our great friend, I learned some etiquette behind the microphone. Um, if you go back and listen to the first season of this series, which I encourage you to do, cringe, uh, you can definitely tell the difference in my broadcasting abilities and style. I'd say that there's been a metamorphosis over the years, not only professionally, but personally, and that's helped me deliver uh, more craveable and more impactful content today versus four years ago. 
as a young professional in the corporate world, and, and I'm going to say in the corporate world, even though you're kind of in media, but you're also in the corporate world because you're networking with other business leaders uh, out there all the time. How have you changed or morphed over the years through this show? Because you've met other successful business leaders who are always giving great advice about how to be a leader and what made them successful. I'm sure you've taken a lot of that away, but how have you seen yourself grow and change over the years based on just the the, the, the company you've kept now through the show? You've made some great, obviously, contacts and friends who are some pretty powerhouse women. Absolutely. Thank you for asking, Mike. I do just want to say... As, as you sip on your unsweet tea. My unsweet tea. I do just want to give a genuine uh, thanks to Terry Jondal as she was with us in the beginning and she saw our vision and she helped fund the series uh, during season one and two and allowed us to kind of bring this mission to life. And this is truly something that I would categorize as a mission for me. Um, so again, and, and not to leave out our current sponsors as well, of course, this would not be possible without Sourced and NEMA, and we can't forget about the Shoemates either with Capital City Home Loans. Um, what I have had the unique opportunity to do is sit face-to-face -face with about 100 powerhouse business leaders and ask them intimate questions and learn from their challenges, learn from their success, and also implement the things that I learn along the way. So one of the questions I ask the people that I interview is who has been impactful in your world? And some people mention mentors that they've had for decades or for years. I don't necessarily have one per se. I have a cascade of powerhouse women that I have had the opportunity to take little nuggets of information and inspiration from and apply over a four-year period of time in my life. And I wouldn't trade every Friday morning at 1130 for the world. So you asked how I've grown. I would say I definitely notice uh, something different about me. I can't quite put my finger on it, whether it's age, change in life, or just uh, maturity. Are you still maturing in your mid-30s? You're maturing until the day maturing? you leave okay. the earth, I think, yes. Um, I would definitely say that the unique opportunity that I've had to connect on an individual, personal, and intimate basis with these women has impacted me until the end of time. And I am just thankful that I can share um, their message and I can help spread the light because it sure does shine bright. I would think there would be so many women out there, even men, that would love to be in your shoes to be able to have that intimate one-on-one -on -one experience with the successful ladies that have made an impact in the world and and be able to, to take that knowledge that you have. But uh, I've, I've enjoyed watching the, the relationships grow over the years and seeing you grow uh, over the years as, as well. Um, I have well, to give a shout out really quickly to the OG powerhouse woman that brought me into this world, Grace Krause. So we sit here and we talk about mentorship and we talk about um, who has been influential in your world. And I do have to say that all the dynamite that you see in me, that fire comes from my mother, who is a powerhouse herself. So I had a wonderful example of someone who not only fought to build a business and I got to see that, you know, um, right in front of me as a person, but who was a wonderful example as a mother and friend. So shout out to the OG powerhouse. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. 
All right, let's go ahead and take a break because we do want to support, uh, show our support to the uh, people that are supporting this show. So let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll dive more into to maybe some of your favorite guests over the last couple of years and get some words of wisdom from you as well. So we'll take a break and be right back. NEMA is a full-service logistics company that provides trucking, warehousing, and expedited deliveries for the paper machine clothing industry. They offer a full line of services, including delivery within the 48 contiguous states, Canada and Mexico, plus importing and exporting, air freight forwarding services, foreign trade zone warehousing, and many more services to handle your global logistics needs. NEMA is a proud sponsor of the Celebrating Powerhouse Women podcast series. We know running a business is hard. There are so many things that need to get done and you don't have the time, the resources, the experience, or you just don't want to do it yourself. At Sourced, we have your back. Office. We support leaders of companies with all their back office challenges that weigh them down. Whether it's accounting, talent acquisition, administrative support, marketing, or human resources, our team of experts at Sourced will make your life easy and your back office effortless. To see how we can help you, check us out at GetSourced.com. All right, we're back to uh, Celebrating Powerhouse Women, and this is Mike Salmon, and I'm kind of in the host seat today because we are interviewing our own powerhouse woman today, Amanda Pierce Marmalejo, who is with Business Radio X and also the host of the show. And I'm going to be completely honest, um, this we had a guest that was you had a guest scheduled to come today that had to cancel because of health reason with one of her children and so we said you know what we've been wanting to do a show with you for a long time and so 10 minutes before we went on air today you told me hey i'm going to interview you so if i stumble and stumble it's because i wasn't you know i didn't because if i had a chance to really think of some serious deep questions we'll do a circle back interview you'd be in trouble (laughs) we'll do a serious trouble but um, you, you've talked a little bit about, about your mom being very influential, and uh, and we talked about some of the great people you've had on this show. Celebrating Powerhouse Women now in its third season. And as you said, we're approaching 100 guests now that you've interviewed over those uh, three three years. What was maybe one of the most memorable interviews you did? I have to just say from fangirl, from a fangirl state, um, Monica Kaufman Pearson was the absolute highlight of my legendary career. newscaster here in Atlanta from WSB. People listening might find that comical, um, but truthfully, I grew up listening to her. I grew up watching her on the news in the television in my home that you had to click, click, click to change the channel again, dating myself. So when I had the opportunity to be seated in front of her and actually have a microphone in front of she and I. I right there experienced a little bit. You asked if I get nervous. Oh, I had butterflies in my tummy. It doesn't matter that I had done 50 shows prior to her coming on the show. I couldn't I couldn't even just imagine where I was at that time. I knew right then and there that this was exactly where I was supposed to be. There was no other place in the world that I was supposed to be rather than that day 
right there in that time. So not only because she is a, a broadcasting legend, but also she is very active within the community. She is a, uh, a beacon for women who are paving the way. And I just found it tremendously rewarding. And um, I was honored to have her be our guest. Among others who uh, are memorable to me are, of course, every single person leaves, leaves something long lasting. But um, I have developed a, a great relationship with Secret Holland. And you might know her from Gas South. And we actually met just through uh, the Mitsubishi Electric Classic Executive Women's Day. And it's just remarkable how many people you are able to form a relationship with through the catalyst of podcasting and then remain in each other's sphere beyond that experience alone. So um, I can't just go through and list, but there are several women who are, are impactful and meaningful, but those are just to name a few. Yeah, it's hard to, I'm sure, narrow it down. I'm not going to ask you maybe the worst interview that you'd know, because they were actually all great. What I love about them is people that you've had on the show that I've known for several years through the Gwinnett Chamber, through business networking, thought I knew them, and, and I did, but I learned more about them, something I did not know about them, which was really cool. Always people that, again, that I consider friends, it's like, I didn't know that about mm -hmm. you until they come on. And that's what I love about the show is because you're not really talking about their business. We're talking about them, what motivates them, what makes them go, and what makes them tick. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask you, what gets you up in the morning every day? What makes you motivated? What gets you going? Hmm. I will say, other than... Um, Jesus, who wakes me up every day. Thank you for that. Is um, he snoring? Is he, is, is, he's, not Jesus Jesus snores? Mike. Is that what you're saying? Not Jesus. Oh. Jesus. Um, I would say, you know, you're the one that taught me this. You know, service. What we do and what is a highlight of my day, you know, and it's not always $4 in, in the manner in which we serve. In fact, a lot of it is just because we love our community and we love what we do. That right there is something, you know, I don't know if you remember a long time ago, decades ago, there was a book called The Purpose Driven Life. You remember that? Uh, I believe that the good Lord showed me this path through Business Radio X so that I could help shine a light on and help give a voice to organizations, people, and efforts that might otherwise be, um, you know, not really highlighted, if that makes sense. So every day we wake up and we serve. We serve our community. We serve our network. We serve our chamber. We serve our families, etc. That is the most rewarding part of what I do, and that is what gets me up in the morning. You expanded your portfolio by taking a leap and starting your own Business Radio X studio. You're up in Forsyth County in the city of Cumming. Talk about making that decision to kind of, I don't want to say go out on your own because you have a little support system there and you're still obviously a big part of what we do here in Gwinnett, but to start your own studio, talk about that decision. Wow. Well, we're in your Believe it or not, we're going to be in year three. So conversation started in 2021. We launched in 2022 with your help. Thank you very much and support. Um, that was definitely a, a leap of faith, okay? When you talk about taking the first step but not being able to see the staircase, that is absolutely what it was. Uh, I knew I had confidence in what we do, so I knew that it would be received well in that marketplace, in that community, a very thriving community for Scythe County. Um, so I'm just very thankful and grateful that I was able to go and establish myself at the rate that I have done. Um, still, you know, challenges being in the first years of business. And I think anybody out there that's an entrepreneur can attest, you yourself can, having built several successful studios. Um, but my favorite part about it, Mike, is I learn something new every day. 
I get to meet interesting people. Yeah. There is a challenge ahead, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. People always ask me, how are th- how's business? How are things going? And I say, it's great. You know, it beats working. You, you talk to people every day. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, we are giving back by we want to, we want to spread the word. We want to give a voice to business. We want to talk to business leaders and let them share the great work they're doing. Because typical traditional media, which is my background, we would only talk to you if your building burned down or if there was a scandal. I mean, we're not here to talk about the great work you do. Just good news. Watch the local news. Mm-hmm. I don't watch local news anymore. I hate to say that, but it it, it depresses me. But we want to be a safe place and a positive place for positive business news stories. So we here in Gwinnett alone have given a voice to 3,000 business leaders over the last 11 years that we've been here in Gwinnett County. So uh, it it, 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 it beats working. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. It is. It helps helps you get up in the morning when you know, know that you're going out and you're doing good work. So I know, I know you've enjoyed it. What's next? What, where, where's where's APM as we like to call? It. We used to call you AP, and then you, you got married, so now it's APM. But okay, AP. What's next? Where do, what are your goals? What, what 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 do you dream about? For life, or for our show, or what? Well, all of it. <clears throat> well, when I am um, your age, I'd like to be doing what you're doing. <laughs> I would like my studio to be as successful um, as yours is here, as mature, and still keep um, just you know, serving as we do. Uh, I couldn't really outline what, what I would project. If um, we're talking about this series, I am just going to give some, um, some little teasers about what's to come in 2024. We're very excited when we launch uh, season four. We're going to have some interactive events for all of the women whom we've had the pleasure of hosting. So uh, I quickly realized that we have developed a community here. We've curated a network of, of women leaders, and we all share something. And uh, if nothing else, it's the experience of being on the show. So you and I agree that it's about time that we brought all these women together and we shared something. Yeah. And that's what we'll leave in in the dark. But so as far as what's ahead career-wise, I look forward to continue to serve alongside you as a Business Radio X studio partner, continue to lead the charge with celebrating powerhouse women, and continue to uh, be a proponent for, um, for the young professionals in our community. One of the questions you ask all your guests on the show is ask them about words of wisdom. Give some advice to that young female entrepreneur or business person that wants to move up the corporate ladder. I'm just teasing the question right now because I'm not going to ask it. I'm going to take a little bit of a break and go down another path. I'm going to ask you about your furry friends because mm. you are a big animal lover. Yes. And tell me about how your, your love for animals, where that came from, <laughs> and then your little baby that unfortunately we lost recently, but I know you love... She was our mascot. I, yeah. So, so where, where did the love of animals come from? Did you grow up with animals? I did. Well, I would say grow up like on a farm, although uh, you asked in the future. Pigs and cows and I things like, like that. And I'd like to own goats in the future. Just, you know, what do I dream of? I dream of being a goat mom. And um, I had a little dog growing up. My sister is a veterinary technician and she also owns a... Um, dog spa in Avondale Estates, shout out to Dog Feathers. So she really kind of has more of the love for furry friends than I. I've just enjoyed being a pet owner. The dog that you're mentioning that um, 
that some of our listeners might know because she was our studio mascot uh, for a while. That's Reagan. And she was just, you know, my little buddy for 12 years. We went through everything together. So it was a really unique bond. And she did pass away last year. So that was a little difficult. But as you know, we enthusiastically support the Cat Rangers annually. So we collectively and I personally do anything and everything I can to help our quadruped friends. Okay. All right. Well, I've stalled long enough. I wanted to give you a little time to think about some words of wisdom. So for that young woman out there that aspires to be one of these incredible powerhouse women that we've had on for almost three years now, what advice would you give them? Huh. I'll have to come back for a, a more um, thought out um uh, no, blah. You, you can't come, I'll have to you, come no, back you, you, for something. You can't come back. Well, I have we something that I would now. like to share with our young entrepreneur women listeners, and I just don't know how to frame that right now. Um, so I will come back and I'll share that piece. But what I always like to say is something that comes from one of my dear friends and mentor, Mr. Randy Brunson. And uh, he always says, be generous with your time, treasures, and talents. And that's something that has really resonated with me over the past five years. And when he says treasures, I don't believe that he means necessarily dollars. Because what is your treasure could be, you know, that you're a great video editor and you help us. Or, you know, you got a truck and you're going to help me move. Whatever that is. Be generous with your time, treasures, and talents. And one other thing that stands out to me, Mike, and this is coming from Christina Bloom, who was a powerhouse woman guest, she told me that you can control two things, and that's your attitude and your effort. And if one of them is lacking, beef the other one up. So if you're having like a poo-poo attitude day, man, really beef up your effort and just like get it done. If you're having like a low energy day, hey, come on in, peppy and smiley. And that's something that I try and implement as well. So I do thank you, Christina, for leaving me with those words. They resonate with me. And that's what I have to share with our audience. As we wrap up now, and thank you for allowing me to interview you and kind of turn the tables on you. What would you say to that person out there that uh, hasn't been maybe a, 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 a regular listener celebrating Powerhouse Woman? Why should I tune into this show? What makes this show special? Well, I'll be completely honest with you. It's not for everybody. Long form content, you know, some people get annoyed and they're like, man, this is just two ladies that are talking. That's my dad. God bless him. I've tried to get him to listen to shows, but he just can't get with it. I would say there's nothing wrong with giving a podcast a chance and you don't have to listen all the way through. If you hit fast forward 30 seconds, my feelings are not going to be hurt. But do know that within woven within this messaging is some really powerful takeaway. So I'd encourage you just to give it a try and, you know, just uh, see if there's someone you know or somebody that you admire or somebody you'd like to learn more about and, and hit play and let us know what you think because we'd love to see your opinion on the five stars. Five stars. If it's four or three or two, we don't want to hear that. We only want the five stars. Give us a good rating Give us and a subscribe good rating. <laughs> to the show. It's on iTunes and all those places. Mm -hmm. um, well, thank you for letting me introduce you and talk about you because people hear you every week, every Friday at 1130. We broadcast a Celebrating Powerhouse Women show. Almost 100 shows now we're up to. But we wanted to kind of take a little peek behind the microphone at the host, you. Thank you for letting so, me put you in the hot seat. So I, I, I wasn't sure what to ask, but I think I did okay. Dan and will, what, Dan will edit, can we get some better. bells for the first man who has made a debut on Celebrating Powerhouse Women? Love it. Oh, Mike. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys, uh, Mike and Dan, for making this mission uh, a reality for all of us. And for all of you out there listening, thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us. We appreciate you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for 
taking this brand and running with it. Because as you said, it came up with the idea three, three and a half years ago. Thank you um, to Terry Jondal for her support to make this all happen. But you've run with it. You know, we handed the football off to you. You ran with it. So thank you for all you do for us, for Business Radio X. We love you to death. And thank you for celebrating Powerhouse Women. And we'll have you back here next week, of course, on the hosting side. Thank you. All right. Remember, you can listen to the live broadcast every Friday, 1130 on businessradiox.com by selecting the Gwinnett Studio and then selecting Celebrating Powerhouse Women. And we're on all the podcast channels, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Until next time, Mike Salmon filling in for Amanda here on Celebrating Powerhouse Women.